welcome to the Skeptic's Guide to the Spooky Side. Where your three intrepid hosts lead you through the world of the supernatural and the unknown. It's just important for everybody to know that Talladega Nights is actually about overcoming toxic masculinity. Yeah, it is. It was Barbie before Barbie was Barbie. Yeah. Talladega Nights walked so that Barbie could run. No. And on that bombshell, <laughs> welcome to the Skeptic's Guide to the Spooky Side. Right. Oh, I have to start the episode with all of that. Of course. That's why I did that. We are your hosts, intrepid guides. To this universe and all universes beyond, uh, I am uh, Charles Chuck Rosner, uh, your guide for today's episode, and I am joined as always by my illustrious co-hosts. I am the ghost of Travis Diffenderfer. Uh, say the ghost of, because I am very not present today. I am Alec, the couch cackler. Oh. <laughs> I forgot that joke. Almost spat water out. It was said like three minutes ago. It was like literally right before we started. This is what happens when you're full of weed and coffee. That's what made me the ghost. Entered spooky mode. <laughs> Entered spooky mode really early today. <laughs> um, it's fine. I've been drinking since this morning, so it's great. Holla. And I will continue and always continue to be the uh, sleep paralysis demon in the corner of the room. There it is. Eating a Flintstones push pop. There you go. <laughs> there it is. It's here. I did it. So, gentlemen. Um, Mental chin. Mentalgen, yes. yes, of course, sorry, my bad. Mentalgen. Um, allow me to ask you a question. Uh, do you like video games? Yeah. Absolutely not. Okay, yep. Hmm? Sure. I feel this going a place. So I live yeah. for them. So you, you both know that I am a, a gamer. Uh, a G4 M3R. Yeah. No. no. I know. This is crazy, right? <laughs> one of the one of my great passions in life um, is the Vigi games, and uh, today I wanna I wanna talk about a a very particular time period in video games. So take yourselves back. We are in the year 1981. Oh, li- oh, not live. Okay, sorry. Wow. Yep. Nope. Nope. We are we are back in time. We're going in. We're in. We're in the TARDIS. It's doing that whiny noise thing, and uh, we are going. Yes, exactly. (laughs) It's bigger on the inside. The hair's big. Aerobics are all the rage, and arcades are the meccas for nerds and weirdos everywhere. And that is where the quarters flowing. I can hear them jingling out of the change machine. I can see. Where I would exist. I hear the I hear the Pac-Man machine starting up waka again. Waka waka, waka waka. I, I, I can see the carpet. It's got some sort of like Dorito abstract dust. design on it. <laughs> uh, there's a pizza slice that got knocked over and somebody stepped on it, but nobody's picked it up yet. Uh, ching ching the, ching ching pew pew wah wah wah. <laughs> well, we are in the arcade, and our story for today takes place in that arcade. This gentleman. Is Polybius. Okay. Polybius. I don't know this, but Sounds I like, like the a word. Greek god. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't be far off. So let, let me paint the scene for you here. Paint it. Um, Polybius is an arcade game, of course. So we are going specifically to Portland, Oregon in Ooh. 1981, 
Um, in this time period, it's not unusual for brand new experimental arcade cabinets to start popping up in arcades. And one such machine is known as Polybius. Now, you may ask yourself, what's so special about this arcade cabinet? It's a plain black cabinet with Polybius across the top. Um, so what's so unusual about it? Well, they say those who played Polybius became almost addicted to playing this game. And so much so that lines were forming in the arcades and fights would happen uh, to determine who get, got to go next. Arcade fights, that's a very specific kind yeah, of They just kind of vibe. slapping each other. Everyone's it's tossing like, in nickels. I got yeah. I got two nickels on It's <laughs> <laughs> like an awkward bar fight where I'm sure there's a lot of slaps to be had in that. Yeah. Nerd fight. And that might not be a bad thing, you know. Great game. Really addictive, really fun, right? However, it was reported that those who played experienced extreme psychological effects. We're talking seizures, insomnia, night terrors, amnesia, hallucinations. And there were also reports of men in black coming to the arcades to inspect the cabinets. No fucking way. That's wild. Yeah. These incidents went on for about a month, and then the cabinets disappeared, never to be seen again. This is uh, this is hitting pretty weird for me right now because, like, yesterday, literally yesterday, I binged the show, The Big Door Prize, the Chris O'Dowd Apple TV show. I have not seen it. It's really weird, but like this. This general store, this machine shows up. It's like one of those, mm-hmm. you insert some quarters and it'll spit out a piece of paper that'll tell you your life's purpose. And the whole nice. town gets fucking obsessed with it because they're all getting their little life purposes out of the machine. And uh, it's all like, where did this machine come from? What's, what's going on? So, uh, literally yesterday. <laughs> you call that, uh, what is that called? Um, synchronicity. There you go. The yeah, synchronicity. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Alec, what do you what do you think so far? Unknowingly going in, it sounds amazing. I want to play Polybius. Okay, but right. who even know what the game is? Exactly, <laughs> just, exactly. Like I'm like, oh, everyone's forming lines for it, and then you start considering, like you start taking a step back and you start thinking about it. Like, people get so addicted to this one single game, people are fighting over it. It starts getting a little dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a smidge. Yeah. So you might be asking yourself. What was this? How do we know about it? Where did these reports come from? Where did, where's the story? How did the story come about? So here's where we're going to do something a little different in okay. this episode. Ooh. So now I know, I know that what we love to do is we love to present a whole story and then we decide whether or not this is real, right? Yeah, right. So we're not going to do that this time. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. Instead of finding out whether it's real or not, we're going to find out together. And I'm going to walk you through the evidence that I found throughout the course of my research on whether or not Polybius is real or not. Okay. Because other than the fact that this was just an arcade machine that gave people, like, 
crazy psychoactive visions and stuff like that. There's not much else out there. That's all we know about it, that this was an arcade machine and it gave people crazy visions. It was only around for a month and then it disappeared. And maybe it was a government conspiracy um, to like, you know, fuck with people's heads, right? right. Yeah, could have been like an experiment or it's something. It's like a social experiment or, or something. Yeah. What if? Yeah. What if it was just a bear who wandered into the arcade, sat there at a spot, everyone thought it was a game, mm-hmm. and they went home messed up because they realized it was just a line of people been... tickling the bear, making they were just tickling the bear. People got freaked out because they realized, <laughs> oh shit, that's not a game. I just I tickled a bear. I got to think again. about this. <laughs> As always, gentle listeners, it could have been a bear. <laughs> it could have been a bear. <laughs> it could have been a bear. Sorry, I had to get to that earlier. No, no, that's <laughs> perfectly acceptable because I didn't know how I was going to work it into this episode, so I'm glad you did. You're welcome. I did the mental gymnastics for you. <laughs> yeah, so um, first of all, uh, shout out to a couple of my sources from uh, for this episode. I've got, uh, there's a YouTube documentary by a channel called Ahoy. Um, Ahoy. They did a whole thing on Polybius. I'm not going to say the name of the documentary until the very end. Uh, just so that it kind of like, you know, because it, the name of the documentary kind of gives shit away. So I'm not going to say that. And also a shout out to uh, the article Reinvestigating Polybius by Kat Despira. Uh, both two great, interesting name. two great article or two great sources of information uh, for this whole story here. Um and I went and double-checked the, play- the things that they reference as well, and I'll talk about it when, when we get to it. So, anyway, um, so let's dig in. Alec, this is dumb, but your shirt uh, keeps making me think that you're just a really big diehard for the, the, this, the music of the video game The Sims. The- <laughs> that's a high thought if I ever heard one. <laughs> it says Sims music, and I know that's yeah. probably a place, it but is my brain's a place. like... This guy's just really into the backtracks for The Sims. Be that for Scorbylorp. Sometimes it's hard being the only sober person on the podcast. It's yeah, sometimes it's very difficult, um, especially when you're leading that podcast. Yeah. yeah. It's not intentional, I promise. Oh, I know. I understand. I'm not going to hold it against you, except I'm just writing a book of grudges that I'm going to, like, you know... That'll be an interesting I know, thing to publish. I know for yeah. a fact I'm already on that book. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's, some interruptions. so let's dig into the history of Polybius. Uh, the name, as Alex said at the beginning, sounds like a Greek god. Uh, actually comes from a Greek historian and philosopher. Nice. Uh, point Polybius. Yep, point Alec. Uh, Polybius uh, believed history should be written by eyewitnesses. That's a crazy concept, right? Um... And he also uh, developed a simple cipher called a Polybius square, uh, which is basically like you have a series. It's there are a series of um, numbers on the outside, and there are uh, letters inside the Polybius square, and the numbers um, uh, align up to uh, be the letter, basically. Oh, so gotcha. it's a very simple cipher, um, but that is what he is known for uh and uh the company which is said to have developed polybius uh is called sinuslotion uh which is uh, a german word uh 
I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> um, and it's a rough translation for sense delete or sensory deprivation. It's oh, grammatically incorrect uh, the way it's written. Uh, so that's something that you know might come into play a little bit later. Yeah, I can imagine. Because <laughs> it's written S-I-N-N-E-S-L-O with an umlaut S-C-H-E-N uh, but the proper uh, correct way to write it is S-I-N-N-L-O with an umlaut S-C-H-E-N so they added the E-S in there uh, unnecessarily okay yep. so it's a little weird um, but then it's also not completely unbelievable that the government may be experimenting with the effects of psychoactive stimuli in the 1980s. Yeah, uh, gee, not even like a little bit of a stretch. Yeah, they were even doing l- that. They absolutely were doing it. Uh, just <laughs> have to look at the MK Ultra program. Mm-hmm. Um, Remember when they you, like dosed a whole town? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have that just in my notes. S- I need yeah. to be. I need to be educated. Well, oh, you're that, going to be apparently. <laughs> I. I am going to educate you. Uh, you. So MKUltra was a government-sponsored program uh, to test the effects of LSD uh, and its potential mind control capabilities. The idea (laughs) was that they were going to use LSD on Russian agents and get them to turn over and become American agents. Yeah, it was so, like a both truth serum and brainwashing thing they were trying to do. Yeah, it was weird. using LSD. And there were weird, there were all sorts of weird effects. They dosed uh, people who worked in the program without their knowledge. Um, <laughs> dosed them I feel LSD. like that's just people fucking with each other. Like, hey, let's see what happens to Terry. <laughs> Dude, well, that's kind of what they the- were doing. Uh the CIA, yeah. If you worked at the CIA, like, at any point, you could just randomly get dosed during the day. Yeah. And I thought about that. Like, A, that'd be terrifying to just go to work and be like, I might get dosed without my yeah. knowing. Yeah. You leave you're your also co- working at the fucking CIA. That's one of yeah. the most important places to, like, be on it. Yeah. yeah. Scary. <laughs> wow. And uh, they also did shit like they would spray LSD-laced water into neighborhoods just to see what happened. <laughs> They would also they also released LSD in a gas gaseous form in New York City. Uh, <laughs> they did all sorts of things without the public's knowledge. You said this was 1981. <laughs> this was in the 1980s that they were conducting 80s. this experiment, <laughs> and the the what we're specifically talking about, Polybius, was in 1981. So yeah, oh, okay. so it's like okay. right around the fucking time of yeah. <laughs> they were just like throwing LSD around. <laughs> yeah, and like they would go to college campuses and they would get people to sign up for tests and they would dose them with LSD and do mind control experiments on it. That's what happened to Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber. Yeah. Uh, also, might have happened to Charlie Manson. We don't know. Um, so that surprised me. There, there was big like overreaching consequences of this. Uh, not to mention, you know. It's, it's not completely out of the realm of possibility for them to say, hey, let's put a arcade cabinet in a random arcade in Portland, Oregon, and it uses, like, lights and sequences to, like, fuck with your brain to make you do stuff, and let's see what happens, you know? Yeah. It's not completely outside the realm of possibility. Yeah. Um, 
So it's also a common thing, as I said, for experimental arcade machines to pop up in uh, arcades at the time. As you know, we have like, in the modern age, beta tests, free trials, stuff like that yeah. Yeah. for games and stuff like that. And they would do the same thing in, uh, in arcades, especially in Portland. Portland was a test bay area and the surrounding suburbs. Yeah, because the, the way the business worked for them was they were trying to sell the cabinet itself to other arcades. So yeah. they would pop it down somewhere, prove that it was a success, and then it made that arcade yeah. money in the quarters, and yeah. then it would roll out nationwide. Exactly. And if, they, if it made a lot of money, then they were like, okay, this is a good game. People are playing it. Uh, if it didn't make a lot of money, they were like, scrap it. So there were a couple of games that come to mind that, uh, that, do, that were released but never got actually like released out into the public so if you the only way to play them was if you played them in the arcade at that time a lot of these have been uh the roms have been taken out of these and like dumped online somewhere so you can actually play yeah. them now uh but like marble madness 2 primal rage 2 these games were developed created in a full form put in arcades and then uh they never saw the light of day because well, I mean, you know, they weren't popular enough, so the companies yeah. just scrapped you know them for You know what sucks, reason. too, is they probably just weren't popular at the time, and a lot of those games might have been huge hits later on. It's very oh, yeah. true. For sure. That That's happened a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that happened a lot in the, uh, in the oldie days, uh, with especially when arcades were starting to get a little bit less uh, popular. Yeah. So enough of arcade history. We're talking about Polybius. Um I was so, enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is important to know. It yeah. is important to know this history. So first of all, let's take a look at the only piece of quote unquote evidence we have of uh, Polybius ex- Polybius's existence. It's a screenshot of the title screen. So I'm gonna oh, put that yeah. in our business chat. Very official. Uh, so, uh, gentlemen, I will show you this, and you just, you just, you just tell me what you think, because um, uh, this is what we have, and uh, we will post it on our Instagram as well, SGSS Pod. Uh, so there you go. That is the title screen Polybius. for Polybius. Okay. Interesting. So it's a, it's a screenshot. So it's kind of hard to say because. Getting a screenshot from an old arcade cabinet would probably be pretty difficult. Yep. Um, and this isn't necessarily something that like you couldn't make, so it's hard to say. Right. But it is. It does look like. What do you mean you couldn't make it? You you could you could make it. <laughs> That's okay. the point. Okay. <laughs> like Chuck could probably do this in a weekend, or dude, Chuck could do this in a day. This is easy for him. Yeah. Exactly. That's the point. But it does look like. <laughs> An old arcane login screen. Yeah. Minus the insert credits. What? Yeah, one of two credits. Oh, it does say credits zero at the bottom, but yeah. I, I just, for some reason, my brain's like, it needs a flashing insert, <laughs> insert. Insert, insert. Make um, me worried. So, <laughs> yeah, make me worried. Uh, so, this particular screenshot, uh, it's a little atypical because back in 81, most arcade screens were pretty simple. Uh, when you think about ar- arcade games that were popular at the time in 81, you think Pac-Man, Galaga, yeah. 
Um, these were all very simple, uh, like title screens, because like what you wanted, you didn't want to use too much of the RAM or not the RAM, too much of the memory on the title screen because you need to save that for the game itself. You were limited yeah. in your like memory space on those chips, so. Um, this would have been very different for the time, um, and it would have gotten a lot of people to, to be interested in it if it was if you saw that you're like oh look at that. Uh, later on, of course, you know you got your fancy uh, title screens and arcades as yeah. the technology started to develop, but this would have been extremely unusual for 1981. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, well now you know. Now you know. If you don't know, you now know. you know. Knowing is half of the battle. The yep. other half is extreme violence. <laughs> <laughs> sort of appropriate given the time period that we're in right now. So you may be saying, hey, where's the gameplay? What's the gameplay look like? Got yeah. this title screen. What's the gameplay look like? Just pong well, aren't, the red. Yeah, that would have been great. Uh, there aren't actually any verifiable screenshots or video of the game. Uh that was made it was described however as being like the game tempest which was a vector be vector based game which you basically were like this little like half moon and you would like flip along these like little like 3d looking planes and like shoot down them and yeah it was pretty revolutionary for the time because it was like oh these things are coming right at me um so that's what uh that's what it was kind of equated to that it looked like tempest and it also said that it was kind of like psychedelic um and that the gameplay was simple but comp but it had like a deeper like layer to it gotcha, like you know yeah. it was like simple but like when you played it you're like okay there's something going on here that there's more you know what i mean yeah it's got a, it's got a my good feeling to it. it feels like it's like there's a oh my god i lost all my words and now i sound like an idiot haha <laughs> keep going kind of like <laughs> Kind of like a modern equivalent. It sounds like this is totally not even equivalent in games, but in yep. the feeling of like things are simple, but there's something more. Portal, you know, like the beginning of the first yeah. portal. Yeah. Like you're, it's just, like, oh. It's just like, oh, you know, shoot a portal, go into portal, come out of portal, but like there's an underlying like level to it. Like there's, it's, the story is more complex than it's letting on. The situation felt yes. a lot more dire. I mean, yeah. it, it yeah. had like a happy overtone, but like. Yeah, but there's sinister undertones. Yeah, yeah. a lot of sinister undertones. My brain's going places, but I'm going to hold off because I, I, it might come up, so I'm waiting to see. Yep, understood. So, uh, this is where the sort of, quote-unquote, evidence disappears. And we don't have much about Polybius from 1981 up until about... 2003. That's a jump. That's a big jump, in it? Uh, in 2003, GamePro uh, writes an article about video game myths. Uh, okay. And in this article, one of the uh, myths is Polybius. Um, and it is, uh, they say everything that we've said so far. Uh, about it, that it was like maybe a government conspiracy, etc., yeah. etc., and it is, you know, rendered 
inconclusive as to whether or not this is real or not. So they, they don't say, yeah, it's real, or no, it's not. Uh, they say it's inconclusive. Gotcha. And this article from GamePro starts to get shared around, and Polybius starts to take the internet by storm. People are asking about the cabinets. They're like, you know, where can I find this? What's the gameplay like? What's happening? Like, you know, what is this game? It really starts to get people interested. interested. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, no. absolutely. If it, if it was real and you could collect it, hell yeah, they want it. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Especially if it's like a one-of-a-kind thing. Yeah, 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 definitely. It would be incredibly expensive if it was real. But the thing that a lot of people were asking for was the ROM. Off of the off of the board, right. so if it exists, there should be a ROM out there somewhere, right? Theoretically, so, yeah. Theoretically, somebody could dump it and they could play it on a uh, arcade emulator like Mame or something like that. Um, so That's in true. 2004, a website called Good Deal Games uh, publishes what they say is a ROM of Polybius. But it's just an April Fool's joke. Of course. Yeah, okay. I was like, yeah. wait, what? Oh, fucking shit. No, that one took a minute. That one took me mm-hmm. a second. It was just an April Fool's joke. All it would do is it would say you would just click the executable. It would throw up the uh, the title screen that I that we showed you guys. Um, and it would play like music. It was like a... And then the game would crash... And it would say April Fools. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. And before, uh, before so that, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of good. Before, of course, it gave you like the warning, like before you executed, like no, this can cause seizures. Play this oh, game yeah. at your own risk. Yeah, the thing that makes you be like, okay, well now I really want to. Yeah. <laughs> there was also a version, uh, another uh, g- version of Polybius that was released online, um, that had been. Uh, put up on a website uh, said to be developed by Cinesolution, the company that made it. And it was a freeware title you could download and play on your computer. But once you got to it, it told you right out pretty much, this is a fan remake of what the game (laughs) might have looked like. Uh And That's basically saying here's the game I made. Nope. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) That's what it is. Um, But it's a, uh, it's actually really like fateful like to what like eyewitnesses said it would be graphics vector based and it was like basically there was like a base and you had a ship and you would shoot these little like balls that came that came out and like to keep it from hitting your ship um and some of the balls that came out had numbers on them and if you uh shot the number balls then it would and if it matched one of the numbers on the base or if it was evenly divisible by one of the numbers on the base it would like lower the numbers on the base and that was the key to getting through to the next level so there was a layer underneath the basic gameplay of just pew pew shoot things yeah um and uh, that was developed uh by a uh i think it's a company or it might be just a group a collective they're called rogue synapse um they recreate fictional arcade games like Space Paranoids from Tron or The Last Starfighter from The Last Starfighter. Uh, so 
Starfighter uh, sounds they, familiar too. I can't. That one's gonna bug me until I look it up. It was a. It, the last Starfighter is a movie. Uh, it's about uh, a kid who plays a video game called The Last Starfighter. Really good. He's a really good player at the game. <laughs> uh, and um, he gets abducted by aliens. Uh, oh. Because of his skills, they need his starfighter skills to help save his pla- save their planet. I so like feel like Turismo I would love that. Out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, I'll watch it. Yeah. That's last starfighter. And um, but yeah, so Rogue Synapse, they make this game. It also heavily plays into like the conspiracy angle. There's a lot of like subliminal messaging in it, like little audio cues and things like that. Yeah. Um, and uh, like little messages that pop up and stuff like that. It's it's really interesting um, and cool. And the guy has made like you know cabinets with this that you know look like yeah. the Polybius cabinet was supposed to look. It's really cool. It's a really cool, passionate fan made project. Yeah. But it's not the real Polybius. Fan made. Yeah. yeah. Uh, still a cool thing to support though. I feel like that's to just do all that by hand and just start passing it out. Some... It's like here, have fun. Yeah. yeah I did exactly. this thing. <laughs> but I'm sure that those cabinets have some collector value anyway, because a tribute or something. But I like the the idea of the subliminal messaging. I want to circle back to because I have a lot of thoughts there. Yeah, but, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, also, uh, just one last um, uh, like fan project that made it. Uh, there was a very recent version of Polybius uh, released on PSVR uh, by a company called Llamasoft. Uh, and it is, and you can actually play this version on Steam as well. So if you want to, if you want to play a version of Polybius, uh, sweet, it's available on Steam. Uh, shout out to them. Uh, it's basically like it's a like a, a rail shooter, but it's got a lot of psychedelic imagery and flashing lights. So if you're epileptic, don't play it. Um, sweet. And there are subliminal messaging is subliminal messaging in it, but it's about things like being a nice person and having a nice cup of tea. Oh, so, um, so <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm all for it. Uh, but that's uh, that is uh, the most recent uh, fan adaptation of Polybius. But it's not the actual game. Yeah. So I hate the uh, real thing. It's fan art. Exactly. <laughs> so enough about these fake Polybiuses. Uh, what do we think? What do you do? You think that? Um, do you think that? What do you think about the game so far? Like. Everything that I've told you about it up to this the game point. Itself? Oh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's got to be just like kind of like one of the, te- like we said in the beginning, it's just a, a test series that came out. And, it, you know, if it was popular, great. But maybe something fell through in the works with trying to get it up and running. Maybe it was just yeah. a poorly run business model and it just failed. Could be. But what about the whole like hallucinations and seizures thing? Yeah, that's where I'm leaning towards. It's probably more I'm thinking of an experiment. A lot of the people that go to arcades are probably not very fit or healthy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> They're just not eating good. They got bad nutrition. That's why the seizures. That's that's why the brain farts, the huh. myocardial infarctions. I have brain farts all the time. I can tell you it's my brain. The uh, it feels like experiment thing to me cuz I know this was also I'll just dump this out of my brain now. Um, this was also a time when they were really, really interested in like subliminal, subliminal messaging. And I'm sure they were curious about how they could implement that sort of thing in games. So like, 
the the seizures and things could easily be attributed to a game that was like designed specifically to put you in some sort of hypnotic or suggestible space and that would not be very very hard to actually accomplish given like things moving on screen that are kind of repetitive and gets you into this like brain space where you just you know you've experienced it with other games where you're yeah. just kind of like it's happened at some point where yeah, you just you, you kind of fuzz out it. yeah, yeah. absolutely so it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if this was some kind of experiment along those lines where they're testing both if how they could induce that state through video games and as well introduce some subliminal messaging of some kind and if people have been in that state for an extended period of time going home i could see a couple seizures happening and that sort of thing cuz yeah. it's new it's weird who knows what the fuck it really did to your brain and yeah, and they were probably capitalizing on the nature of the arcade business where these little experimental things popped up all the time. No one would bat an eye at it. Not a problem. And it's very government to just have it be plain black and not creative looking. <laughs> sure, sure. Interesting. I like I like where your heads are at. Um, so they're also, you know, we've never found a physical arcade cabinet of Polybius. Um, there are plenty of YouTube videos of people finding a Polybius cabinet and then, oh, uh, you know, spooky monster or whatever. What was that? That sort of thing. Uh, Angry Video Game Nerd uh, made a fantastic Polybius video. If you have never seen it, watch it. It's beautiful. Uh, That guy, James Rolfe, I think that's his real name, um, he made like he does the angry video game thing, but he he makes great just video videos. If you never watched his board James series, uh, <laughs> he makes uh he turns a character that's all about playing board games and a show that's all about ter- playing board games into a <laughs> horror movie. Uh, oh, so <laughs> it's fantastic. You um, have to send me a link for that one, or if you know what's the name of it again, it's angry called board video. angry video game nerd. Uh, angry but video game the nerd. name of the the horror movie about board games is called Board James. Uh, so. <laughs> yep. Board James. I love board James. Uh, there I does do. I love board exist. James so <laughs> I know you do. Buddy. I know you do. Uh, there does exist an image of an alleged Polybius cabinet. Uh, oh. It's on a, a website called the Killer List of Video Games. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna post that in there. Um, I'm gonna post that in our uh, chat you. real quick. Get a picture. You get a picture, son. There you go. Uh, boop. Nope. Boop. There we go. Oh, All right. That's a bear. What are you talking that about? That is. You know, I think Travis is right. I think I see it. That's a fucking bear. bear. <laughs> see those straight edges? That's a bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. If you take a look at this picture, which we're going to put on, we'll put this on our Instagram, and we can put it in the little slideshow thing, Travis, uh, because yeah. oh, no. if you take a look at the the Polybius uh, image at the top, it looks a lot like the Polybius image in the screenshot, doesn't it? it yes, does. it do. It's got the same um, font. Yep, yep. There's also a lot of inconsistencies with this cabinet, if you know anything about arcade cabinets. Um, yeah. I'm not like a huge person, so I'm just gonna regurgitate what I heard on the on the YouTube documentary. Okay. It looks like a Galaga cabinet, but the sides are white, and Galaga cabinets are usually all black. I don't think it's white. I think it's a reflection. 
It could be. Yeah, it could yeah, be. Yeah, it does look like a reflection on black. Yeah, it could be as well. That. Uh, but the, you see the bottom of it. You can see like yeah. you can see actually see the floor. So it yeah. could be black or it could be white reflecting. Well, the reflection on the the left hand side the is actually darker than the floor itself, which would yeah. make me think it's on black. That, that's a fair anything. point. Could be all black. Um, the uh, the coin uh, slots are inconsistent with the a Namco machine. Those are actually more of like a Williams uh, like a Williams or a Midway machine, I think. Sure. Okay. Uh, and uh, the controls are inconsistent with that uh, type of cabinet as well because it's just a single joystick and a button. Um, so that's that's just what they said in the documentary. I don't know how accurate that is. I don't know how much of a variety arcade cabinets came in. I, but, I uh, mean, there you some go. people some people just know that stuff. Uh, there was it's true. I I could believe it because like there was a guy that went on. Um, it was like a, a talent show. It was a talent TV show, and they said. Mm-hmm. He could identify just about any make and model, plus maybe even year of a car, after it's been crushed, right, by the yeah. by an impactor. So they'll yeah. they just destroy the car, and he walks around it. He identifies different pieces and everything. And he takes his time. He comes back and like it's a 1971 so and so. What a useless skill! <laughs> hey, I mean. There's because a market you, for it somewhere, I'm sure. You just know all the features and where they're placed and how it looks, and I mean, you're just familiar with it. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. wild how he could possibly have the experience to do that. Just look at the cubes. <laughs> oh, I know that one, cube. One thing of note with this picture. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that the Polybius words up top actually line up angularly correctly. They look... About? So... If yeah, you look at what you mean. the yeah. point perspective on this piece, uh, you would actually think that the words would be either closer to plumb and straight or angled going down the other direction because uh, it looks like it matches up with the top of that screen, which is a good foot below it. So yeah. it kind of looks like that's just added on after the fact like digitally. The, just based on the lining yeah yeah so i think this is a photoshop uh yeah. if i look at it long enough i think this is a photoshop so i don't think this is an actual image of a polybius cabinet okay yeah that's fair yeah i don't think it is um so that's about all the quote-unquote physical evidence that we have uh there are like shots online of like polybius circuit boards that are obvious photoshops um, nice. <laughs> yeah, like the one the one that was in the documentary was like this is this is a Polybius board. It's obviously been photoshopped. It's actually just a bootleg Mrs. Pac-Man <laughs> board. It didn't Great. even fool Google's image search. Uh, <laughs> so, Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. So that's about all the quote-unquote physical evidence that we have. So we have a couple of uh, people who claim to have worked on Polybius. Oh. Uh, yeah, the first one is an individual by the name of PRG017. That's all he's known as. Uh, he claimed that he was Yes, a I am human. Yes. <laughs> he claimed he was human. Actually, just a droid. Uh, Brilliant. Yeah. Actual android. Actual android. <laughs> But he actually claimed that he was a programmer for Sega. 
uh, oh. that worked on Polybius. Uh, he also claimed that the Sega CD, um, if you're familiar with the add-on for the Sega Genesis, um, the Sega CD used quote-unquote legacy co- legacy code from uh, Polybius, uh, but the Sega CD wasn't released until 1991, uh, mm. so that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, not at all. Uh, his uh, full account, his full admission or whatever is on a GeoCities website. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's full of typos, grammatical errors, uh, and it ends with like a, if I'm not caught, I will research the ROM. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to say that this is a fake. Yeah, that <laughs> does not that's... sound legit to me. I'll die on this hill. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's fanfic. I like yeah. it, though. It's, I like I mean, it. It, it. It's an SCP. The, <laughs> it deepens the mythos. Um, the next one is uh, a person by the name of Stephen Roach. Ah. Uh, he uh, claimed to be connected in a, uh, a post on uh, CoinOp, which is a website about arcade games, uh, in 2006. He claimed that he worked at Cinesloshin. Uh oh in 1981 on Polybius. Uh, he said that it was based out of the Czech Republic uh, and that they were re- uh, approached by an unnamed South American company for a, uh, a arcade game to be distributed in North American uh, markets in the Northwest. Um, and he claimed huh. that the company and the project was scrapped after it was reported that uh, a kid in uh, Portland uh, had seizures playing after playing Polybius. Hmm. That was his claim, at least. It's not the um, worst claim I've heard, minus the, the weird South American thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Truly, a, truly, truly a global conspiracy, as they said in the YouTube documentary. Yeah. Um, He's given like a few interviews, or I think he's given at least one interview on the subject, but he didn't re- reveal anything new. Uh, he basically just said um, the same thing over no, uh, same thing that he said. It was a copy paste of his previous thing. He did get a little insight on the gameplay, but basically just regurgitated the same information uh, that we knew already. And he basically said it was like the Rogue Synapse version. Uh, that's what mm. he was saying. Um, the uh, the article written uh, reinvestigating Polybius by Kat Deliska, she thinks that she found uh, the real Stephen Roach because um, there was a Stephen Roach in the Czech Republic uh, that he was he ran like a girls reform school uh, huh. and <laughs> he was accused of many many heinous acts. Uh, oh, well, that took an unfortunate turn. Yeah, he was a terrible human being. However, um, the original Stephen Roach claimed that he was uh, from Wales originally, and that his uh, parents moved to the Czech Republic in the 60s. This Stephen Roach is actually a... uh, is from Utah, and he's a former police (laughs) officer. Um, Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Former police officer. That makes it even worse. Yeah, it's probably just I, a coincidence. I apologize. What I, have, I just have active silence. I don't know what to say. That's that's awful. I don't believe this at all. Yeah. I don't believe it. Yeah. So I don't for a minute. I don't think they're the same Stephen Roach because after all, we don't even know if the person who 
posted the art the comment is actually named Stephen Roach. That was just his title. It was his handle online. Yeah. Uh, it was also um, pointed out in the documentary that there were other people engaging with the comment um, that seemed to be like sock puppet accounts that were basically just the same, per- same coming from the same IP address that yeah. were just like, you know, saying, hey, hey, this is great, you know, trying to create false engagement, basically. No, I'm so- generally, generally speaking, like if I read it on 4chan, I assume yeah. it's not true. <laughs> if, it, if it's a forum post on anything... It's probably not true. That's not a reliable place to get anything. The internet is flushed with information, Travis, and you're just denying it. Yeah, you know what? I could go and post some actually totally true information right now if you want. I could go make some real weird claims and uh, people would probably be like, you know, he's got a point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. So... We've gone through all this shit. Let's talk about where this th- where this story came from, uh, because we actually might have a pretty good idea. And uh, kudos okay. to the guy who did this YouTube documentary, because he did some real deep diving. He went into the depths of the Hell web yeah. to dig this shit up uh, to figure out where this thing came from. So um, the earliest mention of Polybius on Wikipedia, uh, which we know houses all knowledge. Uh, yes. <laughs> is 2004. Uh, it was posted about there um, from an article on Slashdot, uh, mm-hmm. which was like a news website. Um, I think they're still active, but I don't know if they're as relevant as they were. Uh, but it mentioned uh, the GamePro article that we mentioned up at the top here from 2003. Mm-hmm. Is not the source of the myth the earliest mention of polybius on the internet uh oh it oh sorry i i forgot it was on snopes in 2003 oh um, wow that's cool yeah and like snopes, snopes snopes says it's not real uh, <laughs> yeah bo- boo you snopes <laughs> yeah snopes said not real fake it's a hoax let us dream uh, <laughs> crush the dreams of the perfect game uh the earliest mention of Polybius is on a website called coinop.org. I mentioned it before when we talked about yeah. the, the comment. Uh, coinop.org is basically a website uh, that like is kind of like a categorization of uh, coin-operated arcade mas- machines. It's basically like, you know, if yeah. you know of an arcade machine, you post a, you submit it on Coinop, and they'll create a page for it telling you about the arcade machine uh, and telling you like you know who who is who published it here's where it was this is the year it came out and etc 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 so the coin op page says that it was posted on there in 1998 however the guy who did this documentary went way back in the way way back machine uh, which is a website that you can use to find archived pages of the internet, um, and oh, he I didn't know went that was back. Possible. Yeah, it's really cool. Let's check it out sometime. Uh, and he, but he went back as far as he could. Um, and this website like changed hands a couple of times. Coinop got like their domain switched and things like that. And the earliest version of the page he can find was June of two thousand. Huh. Okay. 
And on that page, uh, there is, at the bottom, it says, Last Modified, February 2000. Right, okay. So, and then on that, the modification is, there's a note that says, um, New Page, has anybody heard of this game? So, you can kind of construe from that that that's when it was posted. Okay, yeah. Makes but sense. later versions say it was posted in 1998. Huh. So, it's weird... But the thing is that I'm now confused. Yeah, they're like they're backdating the post, essentially. Effectively, but two but, years later is what it was actually posted. Yeah, Weird. effectively, what it is um, when the website ch- uh, like would like go through and change through iterations, there wasn't always like a um, like a like an, this is when the article was or this is when the page was posted thing on there. When they added that, it said it was posted in 1998, but that wasn't until like a later version of the site. So, yeah. what the reason behind that is, in their database, that must be the default year, 1998, because the older games that are on there, like Donkey Kong, Pac-Man, yeah. Mario Brothers, all that stuff, are all said they were posted in 1998. So that is where, like, the default date, uh, the earliest date that everything is posted. Okay. So that would be why. I mean, because people were saying, like, you know, this was back on, like, you know, old Usenet forums and stuff like that. Um, And, like, when the Internet was super, super young, they were saying (laughs) it was back there. However, you can't find any trace of it search like Usenet archives and things like that you can't find any references to Polybius except for the Greek historian um, yeah. and that's it so the person who posted this uh, article um, was a man named Kurt Kohler uh, Kurt uh, was also the guy who gave the information to GamePro hmm. he told them about it um, and basically gave them the info on it and the web the coin op website basically says the same thing that everything that we know is said it's got this is where the screenshot is this is where you get all the information about like you know it was in portland and stuff like that and you may ask yourself like what does kurt kohler have to gain from all this yeah uh, well, he runs coinop.org. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Yeah. So he wanted to bring people to the site. So he, yeah, it can be kind of assumed that he created this article about Polybius to I mean, clicks, drum right? up clicks for the website. So is he like yeah. one of the first clickbaiters? <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah, is. Kinda. Yeah, that's funny. Kind of is, and like so he's you know, a but, legend, not a cryptid. Oh, no, <laughs> urban legend. There you go. That's that's pretty much the earliest that we can trace it that we know where this legend came from. Is that it came from this coin from coinop.org? Yeah, from Kurt Kohler, and then it got spread into GamePro, and it's just spread ever since it was a, yeah, it was referenced sense. on the simpsons there's like a simpsons reference you know about polybius wow. <laughs> yeah 
it's Holy just crap. part of like nerd culture now. Yeah, and there was probably no actual news articles about it from the 80s or anything. Wow. Absolutely not. <laughs> now everyone's going okay. on a witch hunt for Polybius. So here's the here's some things. However, this didn't just come out of nowhere, right? You know, right. we didn't just think, oh, killer arcade cabinet, and then <laughs> that's it. Um, there were uh, some incidences uh, in the Portland area at the time around arcade games uh so it, yeah. it, it was something that kind of like got fixed in um in 1981 it's the exact same time frame that we have here uh there was a boy named brian morrow uh he got sick to his stomach playing asteroids huh. um but it was because he had been playing for 28 hours straight uh, and he drank nothing but Coca-Cola and orange juice. Yeah, uh, and do it. it <laughs> killed his stomach. Oh uh, my God. He was going for a record, um, but couldn't quite make it. Be smart, kid. Man. If you're going to do a record, do it right. <laughs> Fuck. Asteroids for that long. Yeah, that's Talk a lot about of brain mush. Jeez. Yeah. If you never played Asteroids, Alec, it's Guys, just... I think it was the video game's fault, okay? Yeah, it was yeah. the video game, yeah. Video games you're cause a, violence. Oh, yeah. You're just a tiny triangle, violence. and you're shooting asteroids to try to make them smaller. No, no, I played uh, asteroids. Yeah, okay. So that, that that's asteroids. That, that's the game that he was trying to marathon. Yeah. Um, Fuck. It's a lot. He's Pac-Man. Um, There's some variation. Uh, yeah, I get, yeah, I get why he got sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was also a boy named uh, Michael Lopez... Uh, he was playing Tempest, which is supposedly the game that Polybius is uh, based off of. Um, and while he was playing, he got like his first ever migraine, um, and it caused him to basically like get sick to his stomach and black out. Um, oh yeah, probably the yeah. sugar. Honestly, well, he wasn't on sugar. It was he, he had a migraine from. Well, but, but what I'm saying is like the like kids going into the arcades playing for like hours on end sometimes. Or yeah. I know we're, I know this is the second kid. I'm I'm not getting them yeah. confused. But just kids will be in there for for hours on end. Anytime I had a chance to go to an arcade, I'd be there for as long as I could stay. Well, yeah, I mean I get migraines super bad. And you're staring at a bright screen. I mean that's gonna hurt your yeah. eyes. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is it. like you know if you're susceptible to migraines and you don't know it. And you're staring uh, at a screen, and there are flashing lights, is, and it's a dark room. You're gonna rough, get a migraine. Rough way yeah, to it's find gonna out. get you. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 When I get a migraine, I have to sit in the ro- in the house with all the lights off and just like cry to myself. That's. Yeah. <laughs> and Screens there was. Will make you sick. There was actually one death associated uh, with playing <gasps> games at the time. It's no, true. Man. I knew it. <laughs> was it a quarter brawl? Uh no. Uh, there was a, uh, I cannot remember the name of the guy. I, I didn't write it down, which is, you know, bad of me. Uh, but he was, he was playing the Atari game Berserk, uh, which has a lot of flashing screens and things like that. And he suffered an epileptic seizure and died. Oh, wow. That'll do it. And certainly not the first in the last. And no. that's why we have warning labels now. Yeah, and that's why we have warnings now. There's literally warnings on every single video game ever that says, if you have epilepsy, <laughs> don't play. Walk away. Do. Don't, don't do. 
because you can die. So it's yeah. uh, it, it that's the only one that they have. Um, and then lastly, what about the mysterious men in black? You say? Yeah, that's interesting. What about that? Where did that come from? Well, in the Portland area at the time, there were several raids on arcades um, to uh, confiscate machines because they were gambling. Mm, Uh, So the FBI came in. FBI came in, seized machines because they were being used for gambling. Basically, what they were doing is like, you know, if you if you got like score points, you they were paying you for it uh, instead of, you know, just that sort of thing. And that's illegal. Yeah. You can't do that. There was yeah. also a huge push at the time <laughs> for the government thinking that our, all arcade cabinets are gambling. So yeah, it yeah. Was like, that was a big thing. Um, there was also a fake arcade set up um, in Por- the Portland area as a sting operation by the FBI to uncover a racketeering operation. A what? Huh. Racketeering. Uh, a, a racketeering. Remind a me. A racketeering op. Um, it's basically like, you know, mob shit. I don't know exactly how to describe it. Um, <laughs> That's cool. People enough. are going That's in and they're like, they're fencing like, they're fencing like goods and things like that. Yeah, let me get a uh, Google definition. All you gotta say is mob brain. shit. I'm like, all right, that's cool. It's dangerous. They got rid of it, but yeah, it's kind of cool. <laughs> the act of acquiring a business through illegal activity, operating a business with illegally derived income, or using a business to commit illegal acts. Huh. Yeah, there you go. There was a racketeering sting. Uh, they would basically, like, they set it up so that people would, like, you know, come in and like offer to sell them shit and you know it, it was a sting basically that's fantastic um, i think it, the name the name of the the uh yeah i was the in the cia was like what'd you do dad oh um um uh, fake fake okay <laughs> <laughs> did a did a did a fake arcade. <laughs> Except it was the FBI. CIA doesn't operate on American soil. Uh, I got dosed. That's what I did. <laughs> I went to work and I got dosed. I went to work and I got dosed. I'm so LSD. high right now. I look so like high. a fucking goblin. My God. Oh God. Yeah. You have any treasures for me, Timmy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the name oh. of the arcade, I think, was like Games People Play or something like that. Um, <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. It's a great name. name. It's great. Criminals. You like to- Criminals in jail. Hey. How'd you get here? Oh, well, you know, there was really obvious store signs. Yeah. And then uh, there <laughs> actually there actually was a government study uh, in arcades uh, around this time, but it was in Texas. Uh, okay. uh, and it was because uh, the Texas Supreme Court at the time had made, like, a ruling uh, that, like, video games were, like, so addicting they should only be limited to people who are ages of 17 and up and arcades should only be available to people who are 17 and up and uh, Atari basically said because they were worried about their business they're like no that's not true let's do a study and uh, they did studies in arcades that basically found out you know they were wrong so yeah yeah, that's good so that was a good thing that happened I feel like Atari could have just been like you're stupid no. <laughs> yeah. And it would have been enough. It's Texas. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> and lastly, a Freedom of Information Act request was made to the FBI um, regarding information about Polybius. And they returned with a basically, 
Uh, we have no records of any of that uh, or anything like it. So, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, that was basically it. It was like you know, hey, we don't, we don't know, we don't have anything of that. So sorry. Yeah. So I, just, I don't know how reliable that is, but yeah. I mean, you know, it's one of those things. I mean, MK Ultra got revealed through the Freedom of Information Act, so you know, if yeah. it was part of that study. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so the. So I'll finally reveal the name of the Ahoy documentary. Uh, it's oh, hey. called Polybius, the game that doesn't exist. <laughs> nice. Yeah. 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 I like it. Yep. So um, I uh, for this podcast, I also listened to a uh, another podcast called The Polybius Conspiracy, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is a really cool documentary style podcast uh, that is very believable and very like you know dramatic uh but it turned out it was all fake uh and they oh. never tell you that while you're listening to it so i was like getting excited listening to it and then i looked it up online and i was like oh it's fake uh, oh, it's, like, it's like having your dreams shattered a little bit i was like oh uh-huh. shit i was gonna uh-huh. use all this information but this is not true <laughs> I can't use anything. Shit, i'm glad i double checked my sources hey also forget everything i just told here. you yep <laughs> Uh, I also watched a movie called uh, Ashens and the Polybius Heist um, oh. on Tubi TV. Uh, it is a um, Ashens is his name is Stuart Ashens. Uh, he's a <laughs> YouTube personality. He does a lot of unboxings and stuff like that. Uh, he he's used to be just hands on a brown couch, uh, and he would like unbox really weird things. Um, oh yeah. And he made a movie called Ashens and the Polybius Heist, which is actually really good. Um, I was oh, very cool. surprised. It's a comedy, uh, but it's got like an Ocean's Eleven uh, like sort of vibe to it, along yeah, with like cool. a Mission Impossible type deal. It's great. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you can watch it for free on Tubi. Uh, so there you oh, go. Nice. Fun. Um, so with that, gentlemen, I am, I've presented all of the information that I have for you. What are your thoughts? Final thoughts. Go. It's not real. (laughs) It's just, as soon as you like gave the details of the original article, I'm like, (laughs) God damn it. Yeah. I was going to say, it's like, I still think it's just a failed business model that didn't go over well. And (laughs) maybe it was a fun game, but that's about it. They just, I think it's clickbait that went too far. (laughs) Yeah. I totally for oh my god! I totally purged the clickbait information. Considering yep, yep. clickbait, I think that I think it's clickbait. No, too far. That no, that makes a lot more sense. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I purged that after we just talked about it. It's like oh yes, this is it. This is because you're the a dreamer. Thing. You I want am. to believe. I want to believe. You yeah. wanted it to be a woogie woo thing. Believe. <laughs> I want to believe. Yeah. No. I this see. This is why I I did the podcast the way I I wanted to do it this time yeah. because like we could postulate on this forever and think about like all the woogity woo conspiracy things that are going on mm-hmm. here when it actually is all very explainable and very like in depth here. Now, I will present all this with a caveat. Yeah. Um I'm not in I do not think fish. that Yes. Um <laughs> caveat is I do not think that Polybius exists. Okay. Yep. Yeah. However, I am not going to put it past the government 
to not attempt to experiment using video games in yeah. random arcades in some way. It's a social experiment. Yeah. It's okay. So I am willing to bet that there was something that they were doing at these times, some sort of fuckery, but it wasn't nearly as dramatic as any of this, and as a result, we never heard about it, and it never yeah. amounted to anything. Because they yeah, because it, it lines up. It lines up. The time periods and things lined up, and I it believe lined- that they did that shit. Yeah, it, it could have. They could have tried to do something, but it didn't work. Like they could have yeah. tried experimenting with lights and sequences and subliminal information, and it just didn't work. Yeah. Um, that's a very possible thing that happened. They did use games uh, in the government before. They used, uh, I think it's called Battle Force or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was an Atari game uh, to train soldiers. A lot of people didn't think it existed. It does exist. You can play yeah. it. There's ROMs. Uh, they also used a version of Doom to train soldiers. Um, really? They, they yeah. still use video games to train people. I've played training video games. They're so annoying. <laughs> so this is not something that's completely out of the realm of possibility, but I don't think Polybius exists. Mm-hmm. Thank you for yeah, coming to my spooky talk. It was great. I love it. It was great. I'm glad well, you guys enjoyed that. I still want to play those, it. I knew those images were <laughs> shady. Yeah, yeah. you want to yep. play the thing, that, the clickbait game. Yeah. Play yeah. the clickbait game. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that as well uh, With uh, uh, here on the Skeptic's Guide to the Spooky Side. Uh, a little bit of a weird episode this time, a little bit of a long episode this time. Oh, it was uh, great. Fuck. Mm. I mean, I we can l- talk about video games for days. It's true. Yeah. And I did a lot more research than uh, I, I usually do, uh, because yes. mostly because I couldn't believe my ears when I was listening to the podcast, and I was like, "There's got to be more to this." Thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, you like fully went and debunked a thing. Yeah, I think so. I think I I, I think I mean like we we can never really prove whether or not it existed or if it if it did or didn't exist. We can't prove that because we don't have any way to potentially. Like, say, was the a cabinet, was there an actual cabinet for Polybius? We have no way to know. Um, but, like, I have all the evidence tells us it did not. No. Yeah. And yeah. if it did, it was probably just a bear. Yeah. Probably was just I a bear. I think they were tickling bears. Yeah, tickling I think it bears. was the bear tickling thing. Every time. Personally. Every time. I mean, we're in the Pacific <laughs> Northwest. Bears are fucking everywhere. They really are. Yeah. So, but maybe we're They're wrong. in the Gobi maybe- Desert. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they could be in your local arcade. Um, Fucking bears, man. So, maybe we're wrong. Maybe you played Polybius, gentle listener. Did you? Were you in the arcades? Did you play Polybius? Do you have the ROM hidden away on a chipset in your garage? We'd love to know. Please, if you do have any of that shit, uh, email us at sgsspod at gmail.com and tell us your stories and... Send us ROMs of games that may or may not exist. Oh, baby. We will read those emails. Oh, we will. Uh, we'll develop we'll a, them. We'll devote a whole episode to reading emails if we get oh, them. Yeah. Pop my eyeball out and roll it all over that screen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll read it so good, you'll love it. Ooh, Ooh baby. You'll love the way we read it. <laughs> you'll love I guarantee it. Um, 
You can follow us on the social medias at SGSSPod on Instagram. Uh, we, at one time, were on Twitter, but probably not anymore. You mean I'm sorry, X? X. <laughs> sorry, X. Fuck me. Uh, you can also um, you can also subscribe to us, uh, please, if you haven't already, subscribe to us on your listening platform of choice. Uh, also, we have a YouTube channel where Travis has posted a couple of videos of us, um, of him drawing the art for the episode. Uh, yeah. We might do more of those later. You never know. Uh, I have several recorded. I have not had the brain space to make them things. But so rest assured. So keep an eye oh, out yeah. for that. And also, another thing. And we don't say this enough, guys. I'm just going to let you know. Uh, yeah. Rate us. Give us a rating. Yeah. yeah rate us. Give us five us. stars. Let us know Tell how we're us, doing. Yeah. Let us know exactly how annoying it is to to listen to a yeah. bunch of idiots <laughs> laughing on funny things. Like that. Is that yeah. annoying? But, you know, give us five stars, even if you are annoyed, because <laughs> that way we can annoy everyone else. You know, like, listen, right I got annoyed to listening to this. I listened to the whole episode for some reason, uh, and I got annoyed. Here's yeah. five stars. You can be annoyed, I'm, too. I'm annoyed right now because this is probably the 20th time that I've heard this. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Guys, where can people find you? They can find me at Felix Sunblade on all the things. I'm on Twitter. I'm on threads. I'm on Instagram. So, yeah, follow right. me on there. Uh, you can find you can find Alec at. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, chemical Alec. <laughs> uh, you can I'm find at Travis at. Diff, uh, uh, Diff was here. God damn it. I should have let the joke run its course. <laughs> I'm on threads now. I'm trying there. to keep it going. I haven't anything. Yeah. Anything. And you can follow my miniature painting on Blue, at, Blue's, at Blue Wizard Studio on all the things. He has um, sent us a few impossibly good looking paintings. Yeah. He has. Like, Don't this man is artistic. And go to our Etsy store. They really good. Buy things. Yeah, go to our Etsy store. We got shirts. We got. um. We got a Stay Spooky Bitches shirt. We got a Finally Abducted shirt. We got a Halloween Coffee shirt. Do we have that one yet? That Not it? yet, but it's coming. I, I got a few designs coming that are coming. Cool. There's going to be a shirt that says for Whedon Coffee, for Halloween Coffee. I think that one's going to be it's going to be a hit. That one in yeah, Finally. That one will be I great. love Finally. It's so good. It's great. I've, I love it. I think we'll also probably do the retro book shirts because those things are cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Covers. R- retro comic book covers. I love that. Yeah. All right, folks. That's going to be it for us. Thanks for listening, and stay spooky, bitches. Thank you for listening to The Skeptic's Guide to the Spooky Side. Be sure to rate and review us on your listening platform of choice, and subscribe to keep up with the podcast. Until next time, believers.